재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Our rock scholar is well-schooled in all things rock, R-O-K, Republic of Korea. And he comes in every week to bring us a deeper, more full look at the things we kind of know superficially already. But he drills down into excruciatingly nerdy detail and uh, fills us in on the entire background. He is a familiar voice. You'll hear him on Saturdays on Expat Intel, and you'll find him online as the Korea Nerd. His name is Alex Sigris. And before we even start, Alex, uh, it's very important to congratulate you on another <laughs> journey around the sun. I've Happy made birthday, it. brother. Thank you, thank you so much, Kurt. I've, I've made it without uh, too many bumps on the, on the way around this time. Okay, excellent. But it was enjoyable. All right, we're all getting older. What are we talking about today? I thought it might be fitting, uh, since I did enjoy... Festivities of my birth uh, to talk about maybe the syntax. The syntax. Week. Forgive the me, syntax. Alex, for I have sinned. <laughs> what kind of sins are we talking about? Uh, we're going to be focusing today on alcohol and cigarettes in Korea, but pretty much anything that would be considered harmful to your body, and then additionally things such as gambling would mm-hmm. be considered a syntax. Something that you have to, that the government decides to charge you extra for it in order to. I try and make you quit, basically. Yeah. Society doesn't want you doing much of this or doesn't want you doing any of it. And so it taxes it to the skies and back. And hopefully that will uh, curb your behavior. behavior. Uh, but some people say, hey, get out of my life. You know, uh, let the market determine these prices. Yeah, it's, a, it's always a debate that happens. It's whether or not, you know, where does the line between your freedom, your free choice and uh, your ability to maybe impact society negatively. Where is that line? Am I allowed to have a bunch of cigarettes if the government's going to pay for my health insurance later? You know, that's the real question. Yeah, there you go. The costs that mount up when you, uh, you know, the bill comes in for all of your unhealthy behavior. Uh, does society have to bear that or should that be all on you? Um, let's, uh, how, how should we start with this? I think we should start the same way that we always do. We're going to go to the thought experiment. Very good. And for today's thought experiment, let's head to a burger restaurant downtown. You are there with your friend, and you just want a little taste of what it has to offer. Mm, burger. <laughs> friend both order large juicy burgers bacon tomatoes cheese barbecue sauce whatever your heart desires is on that burger you aren't on a diet but you do know that ordering a whole plate of extra fries may not be a good idea so you hold off but your friend orders a side of six thick potato french fries you're debating can i ask for one you know what price is it that it's okay to ask for just one extra potato fries two thousand won for six Seems okay to ask for one. What about 3,000 for six? Or s- now that it's 6,000 won for six, is it too much to eat a 1,000 won fry? 10,000 for six? At what price won't you ask your friend for that extra fry? Got 
got to say, I find this friend rather mercenary with a French fry <laughs> price of 10000 for six. So he literally ordered only six fries? Like these are the thick ones. The thick these ones. are the thick, juicy steak ones. Fries. Steak fries, yeah. Okay. And so this thought experiment is related to something that happened last year, actually. And I wanted to do something that was a little more relatable to everybody. And since not everyone smokes cigarettes, I thought this might be a little bit better. But it's related to the increase in the prices of cigarettes. Okay. In Korea, around the world. So I was thinking about, I was talking to some friends, I, I was doing some interviews this weekend on this, and, you know, the idea of, let's see, last year, or two years ago, if someone would borrow a cigarette from someone, it would be about 11, 12 cents for mm-hmm. one little cigarette. Uh, now it's about 21 cents for a cigarette. So now you feel a little more guilty, is what mm-hmm. people are saying. Or if you go to Australia... If you borrow a cigarette, it's a dollar for each cigarette. So there's a little bit more of, like, hesitation. And I know some people that actually kind of cut back on asking for it. People that don't smoke but would have one occasionally cut back on asking for it because it became a little bit of a burden. So the cigarette tax or the cigarette price down in Australia is it's up there. kind of insane, actually. It, okay. It's up there. It's up I remember, there. you know, my dad used to smoke, and uh, I remember the price of a pack of cigarettes being $1.50 when I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And so it's frozen for me all yeah. <laughs> ever since, you know, because I never buy cigarettes. And yeah. so, you know, I was talking to somebody, oh, oh like a pack of cigarettes, like $1.50? And they're like, uh, like 12 bucks or, you know, yeah. However much. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. All right. So we're talking about the sin tax, taxing you for your sins and hopefully making you do less of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Give us a working definition. So a sin tax is an extra tax that is specifically designed to be taxed on certain goods that are deemed harmful for society. Alcohol, tobacco, candy, drugs, soft drinks, fast foods, coffee, gambling. It's not one tax but they're usually lev- levied individually on each item. Hmm. Now, this is a little bit different from uh, Peguvian taxes, which pay for the damage to society caused by the marketing or production of these goods. So what that would that word? Peguvian? Peguvian, yeah. I've never I, heard that word I before. hadn't either. I hadn't either. This is why I have to study. <laughs> they, um, so these are, those taxes are ones that, let's say a company produces something and the byproduct hurts the environment. That is something that doesn't hurt your body. It's not a sin. It's not from the Bible, if you will. But it does hurt the environment, so the government can put a tax on that company to recover the costs of the damage to the environment. Uh-huh. So it's a way to offset yeah. costs that will eventually right. set in. Yeah, sin tax is when they, they can offset certain costs, but they're not specifically uh, – when they say there's a sin tax for cigarettes, it doesn't mean that money goes directly to uh, research on lung cancer or something like that. Got it. So – there are sin taxes around the world. I'll start with the first one, like Australia. I, you, you said 12 bucks? It's, it's supposed to be up to $40 for a pack by Stop 2020. Uh, this is in the most expensive area, but I think the, the numbers I looked at was between 32 and $40 for a pack of cigarettes. That's go- dinner. That's like dinner at a decent yeah. restaurant. You can't. It's becoming. I have now the image of an Australian cigarette of, as like a like a cigar. Like I'm gonna go have my one cigarette for the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now it's currently at twenty five dollars, but they recently passed some laws that announced a, a two point five percent tax hike for each year for the next four years until twenty twenty and twenty twenty. So it's, and and it's kind of worked. Um, there's actually some charts out there I was looking at earlier and. The numbers are going down. We talked about earlier the little thought experiment of, you know, it's harder to ask for that one cigarette from a friend. Looking at New South Wales, um, it actually went, the number of people who have never smoked 
has went, went from 32% in 1984 all the way up to 75% in 2008. So it's going – this has been since these campaigns have started, since the taxes have been going up. So it does seem to have an effect in Australia, but that may be because of the extreme, extreme nature of that one. Wow. And are other countries following the Australian lead? Uh, Canada's always had sin taxes, uh, specifically on alcohol. I don't know if they're high enough that they've changed much. The Philippines do it as well because in the Philippines, smoking kills about 88,000 Filipinos a year, at Mm -hmm. least according to the WHO. And so there are countries following the U.S. also um, takes care of that with cigarettes, but they've had a little bit harder time doing it for anything else, most recently with the, uh, the soda tax that was attempted in New York. And did not really uh, yeah. get off the ground very well, much. Well, and didn't Bloomberg in New York uh, essentially outlaw the humongous size of uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, sodas? Yeah, so neither of those actually really stayed or stuck around the debates anyway. And so the U.S. has a harder time because, at least maybe from our point of view, we have such value on personal freedom. Yeah. And so it's a hard time to get that to maybe come across in the tax system in the United States. And we have 50 states that can each make their own set of decisions about how much sin tax to levy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is it's just a big deal, especially related to the new, um, let's say, legalization of certain products. Uh, you have to tax it a certain way, and, it, and then each state now gets different revenue because of that. Mm-hmm. So let's take kind of a look at the costs of sins in Korea. Sin specifically related to drinking, smoking, obesity. So right now, at least according to a 2016 report, socioeconomic costs now account for 50% of all health insurance fees in Korea, which is a lot. Help me understand what you mean by socioeconomic costs. So costs that would come about because of something that's not, let's say, normal in the sense that like, you don't have to have a beer to get through life. You don't have to have a cigarette. You don't have to... Have fast food. If, so these are costs related to excessive drinking, excessive smoking, and excessive obesity. Okay. So about twenty billion U.S. dollars um, are spent on that from 2013, from drinking, smoking, obesity, just to cover those costs for medical costs, early deaths, loss of productivity. So yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a quite a, a, a nice chunk of change there. And I imagine in a country like Korea, a lot of those costs must be socialized because mm. uh, the, the health care net is very distributed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unlike, say, uh, in the U.S. where um, I think a lot of individuals would be bearing their costs in the form of insurance co-pays and so on. So here in South Korea, what kind of sin taxes in place? There are sin taxes on alcohol and cigarettes, but of course the most commonly understood one is the cigarettes one because it's very easy to, to look at. It went from... I believe 2,700 won uh, two years ago to about, uh, four, I think it's 4,700, 4,500 now. I have to check. I don't go buy my pack of cigarettes every, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every day to confirm that. But they do raise a lot of money from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least according to the Korea Tax Association, in 2012, they brought in around 50 billion U.S. dollars. And that included other... Others such as like gambling on horse races, lotteries, uh, things such of that nature. Which can be kind of an addiction in and of itself, fiscally, mm. for the government. Oh, if it is. they get used is. to these uh, windfalls from syntax, they almost have a perverse incentive for people to do more of it and spend more. Well, that actually, we'll get to those numbers in a bit, but that's actually the, the irony of it is that some people are complaining about it because the revenues started going down in the U.S. when 
they raised it so much that people stopped smoking mm. so much. Mm. So they actually did lose a little bit. So I was a little curious about what some foreigners thought about it. Sure. So I went out and talked to some foreigners about these syntaxes in Korea. I asked them uh, how their, these syntaxes might affect them, and I got some interesting answers. So let's go ahead and take a listen. I'd say that a 15 to 20 percent increase wouldn't affect me too much. Probably drink about the same, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Anything really above that, and I'd probably consider cutting back a little. A small price increase probably wouldn't do much for me, but if it doubled or tripled in price, then I'd start to consider how much I would drink. So instead of having seven or eight bottles, I might have three or four. I don't believe that a price increase of alcohol and tobacco products will affect my usage of these products. Um, drastic price increases have occurred in the past, such as the 80% increase on cigarettes a while back. But yeah, these increase, increases uh, have not affected my consuming rates. Prices would really have to skyrocket uh, for me to even consider buying less. So yeah, I don't believe that a price increase will affect my usage personally. I can understand why a syntax on alcohol might be necessary. I mean, people drink, they'll sometimes do stupid things, they'll hurt themselves, they'll cause accidents or get into fights. This is all stuff that they wouldn't have done if they weren't drinking. Yeah, those are some interesting answers. What I heard as a common denominator there is, you know, you can push me with 15%, 20%, my behavior will not change. Mm-hmm. But then as you get higher, maybe these people start curbing that behavior. Yeah, I was reading into this. Uh, there was actually an analyst in Korea who said something about that. It's the, in, just to quote him, that uh, basically people don't cut consumption until the very last moment. And that these syntaxes are, because they're addictive, they don't always work unless you make these prices high enough. These, these products that you have, you know, a cigarette, if you pay an extra dollar for a pack of cigarettes, if you are physically addicted to a product, it's not going to be enough to make them quit. Take a look at the, uh, the cigarettes, um, the cigarette consumption this year. So they raised the taxes on cigarettes by about 2001, and sales decreased about 48.5% in the first quarter last wow. year. But they jumped back up 40% in the first quarter of this year as people came back to temptation. Because, for, you know, 470 is uh, it's not a huge amount. It's something that people can afford to make that sacrifice. But didn't you hear those uh, cigarette executives tell Congress that uh, cigarettes aren't <laughs> addictive at all? No, they're not. Uh, we've confirmed this from a 1950s testimony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Well, the other aspect of this is whether your vice is cigarettes or too much greasy food or booze, um, the syntax disproportionately affects uh, the, the poorer sectors of society, right? Absolutely. I mean, if, if I'm rich, I'm much, much less price sensitive to uh, how much you charge me for that booze that I think I need. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if I'm just struggling to get by uh, and I like to have a beer after work or whatever, that's going to hit me harder, the syntax. Yeah, it's purely a percentage of income. If you're talking about someone who works on minimum wage here, you get, you know, two beers. Yeah. For two beers at a restaurant for one hour of work, mm-hmm. where if you're an executive, it's like a, two beers will probably be like 30 seconds of work. Yes. So it just, it hurts the younger people more. And this includes smokers. Also because smokers are more likely to pick up the habit in the beginning based on just social differences uh, that have play out in society. And these are 
at least up in historically, these have been cheap solutions to stress and things like that. This is what people yeah. have reached for, for better or worse, right. uh, a, a bottle of booze or a pack of cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. And the people who are doing, who are very well off, will have all kinds of other options. They right. can go play golf or whatever. Right. Yeah, I definitely, I think it's important that people don't blame people who smoke a cigarette or, or take to alcohol to relieve stress because that's the truth is that a rich person can go on a vacation right. out of the country to relieve stress where maybe at the end of the week all I can do is buy a couple beers and hang out with my friends to relieve stress. There you go. And I can picture <laughs> the, the alcohol companies and the tobacco companies lining up and saying, this is a nanny state. <laughs> They're stepping on your freedom, you know? Um, that is technically an argument. Uh, It is an argument, and there are a lot of people that think uh, government should not be making personal choices for you. Yeah, Uh, that's a tough one. You know, it's it's where does it do you hurt somebody else or do you not? And where do you draw that line? Do you hurt it later in the in the healthcare system costs later? Does your cigarette that you smoke next to the person or next to someone does it hurt them almost immediately? You know, where does where is that line cross? So that is another argument, maybe against. Sin taxes. Uh, it's not the government's choice for you to decide what to do with your body. I read an interesting article the other week. Um, somebody went down to Macau and interviewed this um, gambling expert, a Korean-Canadian mm. gambling expert. And he said, no way, no how should they make uh, casino gambling available to Koreans because Koreans are just so different from other people. This is a Korean saying mm. it, uh, that there'll be such a widespread rate of addiction to gambling here. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if I can argue with that. I can't like I can't prove it yeah. right now with the facts in front of me. But um, especially because you've just inserted something that has been in prohibition for a long time, something that has been a a dirty sin. It's like you can't do this. You can't do this. Fine, we'll let you try it. I don't know, maybe it's like your first beer when you when mm-hmm. you hit the legal age. I mean, maybe it. I'm, I'm not sure. I could imagine a huge windfall on taxation on casinos, but then uh, really big social problems down the line. Uh, yeah, and then you you get that windfall of taxes, but then you may perhaps get less, let's say, less spending in the other sectors of society, and then uh, you lose taxes in that area. All right, so Rock Scholar, uh, why don't you solve this problem for us? So where is the happy medium, the Goldilocks, <laughs> the Goldilocks place on the graph where it's Man, not too yeah. much syntax and just enough? All right, let's let's have a little debate here. So, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, soft drinks, fast food, coffee, gambling—these are all things that we can all imagine. Syntaxes could be placed on for better or for worse. Um, many people would probably draw the line closer to alcohol and tobacco and mm. cut it off there. I take a somewhat, at least in the U.S., a somewhat controversial approach myself. I, the cost of obesity in Korea is the fastest rising cost due to syntax in Korea right now. Mm-hmm. And it's about to, uh, it's about to pass uh, the others, basically. Is well, it? Next, I think next I year. I wasn't aware of that, yeah. Uh, I'll have to check. It's smoking that is going to pass next. This was uh, 2013. It was $5.8 billion versus $6 billion smoking. It may have already passed it since then. Yeah, it may then. have overtaken smoking. So I actually go towards sugar... And f- fast food. I don't know about sugar. Sugar's hard, um, but I do believe maybe soft drinks is something where I, if I were the mayor and I could do whatever I wanted without social repercussion, I may go as far as soft drinks and fast food. I, I do believe obesity is a sin, not a sin, sorry, obesity itself isn't a sin, uh, but it is something where we can encourage better habits by maybe making it more expensive to have a, a a pep, a uh, soda than yeah. a bottle of water. 
Okay. One of the other issues, at least in the U.S. and a lot of cities, there's just a lot of these inner cities tend to be nutrition poor. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's not the options to get fresh vegetables, fruits, things like that. So there are some proactive solutions that could work, like delivery of garden boxes to uh, households or Mm -hmm. apartment buildings, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a lot. And you have to look at from a whole societal point of view, you know, what does the government subsidize? Do we subsidize fruit or do we subsidize things that um, encourage these bad behaviors like sugars? And that's a bigger issue where the rock scholar can't figure it out today. <laughs> All right. Uh, continue uh, studying the issue and we'll, uh, we'll hear from you again. We can find you online as the Korea Nerd. Absolutely. Go to koreanerd.com. You can find more information. All righty. And that'll bring Rock Scholar to a close for this Monday as well as the show. We are produced by Christina Saul. Associate production is done by Jamie Lee. And writing is done by GP1. I'm Kurt Asian. We are on Facebook or Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. Tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. We have a special interview of Diplomatic Exchange Fellow and U.S. Foreign Service member Simon Lee. He's going to tell us all about diplomacy, soft diplomacy between Korea and the United States. We'll see you then.